Welcome to The Balance. I am your host, Kelly Rowland, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things. For those in life who want it all, this podcast is for you. Hi to all of my listeners out there. Today on the podcast is someone so super special, you guys. When I tell y'all that, I mean, you know that I love all of my interviews. I am so thankful for each and every one who takes the time to be on this podcast. But sometimes you just meet someone that is like extra freaking special. And I feel like this interview was my favorite thus far because Angela and I, even though I just met her. We have so much freaking chemistry and I feel like this was just one of the most genuine and easy conversations I've ever had in my life. I'm not kidding you guys. Angela is absolutely amazing and I'm just so thankful that she took the time to be on the podcast. So today's review I want to read is actually from her. It's called This Girl is on Fire. So, y'all, I absolutely love this woman and have only spent a few hours with her. I know that sounds super weird, but you know when you just know a good person when you see one. Yep. (laughs) I love how real and honest Kelly is and how passionate she is about serving others. A great podcast to add to your arsenal. Just good, real stuff that all women can join together and relate to. Well, thank you, Angela, so much for that sweet review. And you guys will hear from our interview that, yes, we did just meet. And I got her on the podcast super freaking fast because I just felt like she had a message that was so important to hear. So Angela is a mother-daughter coach, y'all, and she's one of the only coaches that are certified to do that in the entire world. And she is a beautiful mom of two living in Pensacola, and she offers life coaching, the mother-daughter coaching, and just being in her presence is a blessing. So I absolutely know that no matter who you are, you will get something from this episode. Even if you don't have children, I just feel like she has so much to offer when it comes to relationships and handling things that can really relate to anyone. So I know you guys are going to love this interview and this conversation and learn so much from it because I know that I did. So let's jump into the convo with Angela Ford. Hey, Angela, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so so just a little rundown, you guys. I met Angela this past Thursday. It is now Monday. So when I met her, I knew I had to have her on the podcast. So I just appreciate you being so willing to join me today. Oh, gosh. No, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> okay, so can you please share with us how you ended up on the amazing journey that you were on today? Do we have enough time? Absolutely. As much time as you need. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, you know, the journey is actually still one that's in progress. And I think that that is one of the main things that all of us can just kind of breathe into and relax. Like life is a journey and it's a, 
and it's a it's a lifelong thing. And so, um, over the past few years, um, when I well, since I had my first son, it was kind of evident that there were some things within me that surfaced. Um, you know, just kind of ways that I viewed the world. Um, it was just like this this uh, anger that kind of swept that just took over me a little bit. And I was like, whoa, what is all this going on? And it was, it was, I didn't know what language to use and how to raise a child and to do it in a different way from, from what I already knew. There are great and wonderful things that I received from my family um, of origin. Obviously we, you know, hopefully we all have that experience and some of us don't, but there were things that I didn't want to continue to to keep passing down and that's just kind of um things that have to do with our mind you know and our beliefs and the choices that we make and i just didn't have that language and i think that a lot of moms don't have that language like they're they're pregnant and they're happy and it's beautiful and it's like this amazing experience to be growing a human being in you although it's kind of weird Right, like it's yeah. like I'm, it's it's almost like this alien experience. I don't know about you, but it was it interesting for me, right? <laughs> and so I think a lot of women go through that, and then the baby is here, and it's just this time. And then sometimes we're left with, now what do I do? I love yeah. this thing so much, and I also want to protect it from pain and worry and fear, like I had. And I think all moms go through that, and so that's kind of what started this whole spiritual personal journey for me was wanting to become more conscious as a parent and more of a, a guide to my children rather than someone that intervenes or overprotects, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's a constant struggle with so many of us that we just don't talk about. And mm-hmm. I love what you said about, you know, you, you almost weren't ready for those feelings. And when they hit you, it's kind of they can knock you off your feet, you know, because you're not ready. But I love that you acknowledge those feelings, even though they were painful and they were hard. So thank you. Yeah, because I think that's important for all of us to do. It's but it's a practice. I feel like you have to practice doing that to get better and better at it. Absolutely. And, you know, the first key is to even be aware that that's what's going on so that you can put some different things into practice and that you can ask for help and support that so many women don't do. Oh, I love that you said that. It is. It's really heartbreaking, you know. It, It truly is. And so that's why you're doing your work here. And and thank you for you know, having me again today. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like I said, this conversation I knew had to be had and people need to hear it. So I'm just really excited about everything that you've said and, you know, have to say. So to my next question, you know, the parent child relationship dynamic is arguably, you know, one of the most important It's your first relationship with anybody. So for those who didn't have maybe a great relationship with their parent, what is some advice you can give to that person to help them, you know, just move on and grow from that? Sure. Well, I love um, the conscious parenting perspective of this is all a part of a spiritual journey. When you become a parent, it is it is like this brand new spiritual journey or personal journey, if we want to call it either one of those, whichever people can identify with. And it's going to, your relationship with your child as they grow, are, it, they're going to trigger 
things within you that need healing. And it's just a natural, chaotic, beautiful <laughs> process. And if we can open up to those opportunities rather than with fear, but with surrender yeah. and with a, what can I learn? I feel like that's a good place to start. Another place to start, even if you're just, if you just don't even know, like if you just feel out of control or, you know, as a parent and you're just like, oh my gosh, like I've tried everything and I just feel a disconnect or I feel like I'm not momming enough, right? Like I yeah. think a lot of women say this and bless our hearts, right? Like, I mean, it's it's not an easy job. And um, what I have found to be helpful most recently as my two boys are five and three and at age five, things start to get pretty real. Like, you know, it's like their emotional world really opens up the, the worries, the anxieties, realizing that there is death, you know, at age five, that's yeah. when that kind of comes into our worlds. And that is a very tender and, and, and emotional time. And so I find that when my son is more anxious, I get anxious mm -hmm. because I am an anxious person. And so he triggers my anxiety and he triggers my worry button. Right. And so I have to say, okay, my, my worry button is, is triggered. And it's something that I can let go of. This is, he, is, he is showing something, his innocence, our experience together is showing me what I need to heal. And so what I told myself recently is my advice would be just try to give your child what maybe you didn't receive. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no ill will there. There's no blaming. It's literally just saying, Hey, what did I need in that scenario? Yeah. And just try it. It might not work, but at least you're trying to break patterns or cycles in your dynamic. I love that so much because like you said, all, you know, we can just make a decision that it doesn't have to be the same. You know, yeah. I feel like some people either they think I'm never going to be like my parents or I have to be like my parents. And this is the only way I know. And they don't realize that they have the power to choose. Right. Like, like you said, conscious parenting, like, they have a decision on how to parent. And sometimes we get hung up. I love what you said. We think we have to be perfect. So maybe we are unsure if we change it, how it's going to work. But like you said, it's okay. Maybe it didn't work out great. None of us are perfect. Just keep trying until you really figure out what works for you and your family. Exactly. Just try. Yeah. Yep. And I, I also like you said about chaos is natural and it's beautiful. And I love that because I feel like if we all embraced our own special chaos, the chaos of what's going on in our heart, but also in the outward, maybe our home life would be so much easier if we just would embrace it. Yes. I would love to just add um, an acronym came to me for chaos and I would love to share it. Yeah, here. please. Um, you know, if this might be TMI, but whenever <laughs> I'm in the shower, there's something that goes on and somebody else comes in and I'm like, who is this wisdom? Thank you so much. Right? Yeah. And so, um, the acronym that came to me for chaos is, um, change happening alongside outdated suffering. Change happening alongside, alongside. Oh. outdated suffering. I love that. I do too. And I have the chills right now. And thank you for triggering that and helping me yeah. to remember that. Because for me, what that means and what I'm hoping to, when I say that to other people is 
change is going to happen whether you're suffering or not. But if we allow the change, then the outdated suffering within the conflict within that Mm -hmm. we are choosing to suffer from will dissipate. Yes. I love that. Like, don't let that suffering control your life. Exactly. And have like a grip on you. Girl, I don't know what's happening in the shower, but that is some good stuff right there. Like, that's amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Okay. So I kind of want to flip the script of the last question. Um, because I feel like there's so many different dynamics out there. But for those maybe who have had and continue to have a great relationship with their parents, how can people deal with struggles that pop up and are extremely painful, especially when so many of us are conditioned to want to please our parents and not let them down? People-pleasing is, is it, it comes with a family, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like any family, you know, regardless of ups and downs, all arounds, um, uh, it, it is a part of the family dynamic and is something that goes with us into adulthood. And if we, if, if one thing that I would say and to advise, if there are people pleasers out there listening to this is to become aware, watch yourself as you interact with other family members. If you are in a place of, um, staying silent, like maybe for example, if you're kind of around your parents and you're kind of staying silent about it and staying in a place of, um, could be assumption of kind of what they're Mm -hmm. thinking or what they're not thinking about. And that is such a, oh man, that's such a gripping, uh, place to be an assumption because I used to do that all the time and I'm still, you know, working on that. And it's, we, we don't have the power to know what people are thinking. Thank God. Right. right. I mean, how liberating is that? Right. That's so, so true. So like, it's kind of like, wait a minute, why am I spending time in someone else's head when I can be spending time on what my heart desires? Yes. Right. And so Absolutely. it's giving yourself, you know, that permission to keep stepping forward, um, to keep finding the people who do support and that are like-minded and that can help you as you continue your own healing and letting go of people pleasing. And to also know that you are loved. Yes. No, no, right? Like no matter, no matter what decision you make. Now, if you're doing something that is harmful to others, that's one thing. Yes. You know, but if you're doing something that is passionate to your heart. And if you're willing to have that courage to step out, keep stepping out, even if it's baby steps each day. And if someone has something to say to you, if it bothers them or if they have their opinion and if they are willing to be create courageous and, and offer that opinion to you, then just say, okay, I'm going to know what to do when that opportunity happens. I'm going to know what to say to my parents or my family members. If that opportunity comes up. But for right now, I'm going to focus on how I can impact others and and fulfill my heart's desire to to continue on my journey. And I'm going to surrender and know I have all the tools that I need. I love everything you just said. Um, 
Thanks. Thank you. I mean, that's amazing. Like one of the biggest things and really helped me right now in this instant is just remembering that you are loved. And I'm really big about perspective, like just having perspective on things. So if, if anything, if I just took that one thing, knowing I'm loved and I'm still blessed, no matter what is just a helpful tool to have just to remember how blessed we are and what we do have. And I also like what you said about believing so deeply so that when the time comes and it will come, it will be easy for me to talk about and it will be easy for me to vocalize because I know I'm following the God, the desire God's put in my heart. And so it's easy for me to do, like you said. So, you know, just believing in yourself and like you said, it's almost a tool to have for when the time is right. Yeah, we forget that all the time. And the way that we forget that, one of the ways is living in assumption or in other people's minds and worrying about what they think. And so if you're focusing on what your heart is desiring and surrendering to know that you have everything that you need to have that painful conversation or awkward conversation, then you can free up that time and energy in your life. Yes. Right? Yes. I wrote that down. I said time wasted slash energy taken. Like oh what you just gosh, said. Isn't that amazing? It is. <laughs> I did. That's what, like one of the bullets oh I wrote. <laughs> God. Oh, I love that. And oh, man. another thing I use, and it's like, it's easier for me to tell other people to do this, of course, than to do ourselves. That's, it's always easier, right? To give advice than to take it. But of course. I love to visualize one day my family or whoever doesn't believe in me that I want to, for them to get on my train and to say, you know what? I finally see what it is you're doing and I'm proud of you. Like, right. I hold on to that. Yes. I, and I have that too. I, I am, I am grappling with that as well. And, um, I can feel every part of what you just said in every cell of my body. And so the only question that I can offer to both of us and for us to practice is what if they never get on the train? That's true. And will I still fulfill my heart's desire? I love that question. And, you know, I think for me, at least, you know, when we spoke the other day, I answered that question by saying, yeah, like if they never get on the train, I feel as though truly it is their loss. And I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and just pray that they'll come around. But if they don't, I understand that it's, it's their loss at the end of the day, which is sad. Well, true. Yes. And also, um, it could also be, um, just the difference, just the amount of pages in between the two of you. Yeah. You know, if we could create a little more a little more space around that. And and for anyone else who's struggling with this, it's, you know, rather than holding them in a place of resistance, Mm -hmm. right? When we say that word loss, it can put a lot of pressure on us still. So if we could even reframe that and take it a step further and say, it is just simply showing the distance between the pages that I'm on and that they're on. Oh, I love that. Right? Yeah, you're right. It just came to me. It's a lot softer and like... it's just easier to it, accept. It's, it's more factual, right? That's it's true. more factual and less dramatic. Yeah. It's like, it's just simply indicating and showing to me the universe, God, the angels are showing you just the distance of the pages and how you choose to continue to go and anyone else who's listening and me, myself included, how yeah. we choose 
to continue to, to move forward with that fact of distance is the difference. I like that. And you, you reminded me of something else. I was talking to my husband about this the other night and he has like, he is so supportive of me in this podcast and he listens to them and he's like, you know, babe, he's like, really, this just boils down to one of your lessons. He said, you cannot set an expectation for your family on how they're going to react to this. And he's like, that's what you're doing. He's like, just don't set the expectation of this is what you want them to say or feel and it'll feel a lot better for me. And make that pages in between us a lot easier to accept. Exactly. Beautiful. Yes. And and that goes back to the expectation is almost this pattern of worrying, the habit of worrying. Mm-hmm. I am in I am in a big lesson of of worrying right now. It's something that I need to let go of in order to open up to other opportunities of growth and and um, following my heart's desire right now. So. If we, if, if you notice that you're in a pattern of worrying or maybe expecting or maybe trying to see what the conversation might be like, and that is just a way for us to feel like we're in control. That is so true. Right? And so, so all, all we have to do is just be like, okay, I'm in worry. I'm just trying to control the situation. Call on surrender. Yep. Call on gratitude and just keep going. That's a beautiful process to have, like those steps and just remember, like catch yourself and follow those steps and oh, so good. So good. Okay. So for my last like serious question here, for anyone who has a damaged relationship with their parents or children, how can we start the healing process and how do we know when it may be time to move on? Sure. That's a beautiful question. And what comes to me and to answer that is simply the healing journey starts with yourself. Once you take the focus, the expectation off of a family member or anyone else in your life, that's of great importance to you. Once you create that, that distance and you allow them to live as they are living, however, whatever choices they're making, Whatever their behaviors are, it's their life, and this is your life. And then once you get into your own inner conflicts in your body, once you start looking at your own habits and your own choices that you that have been passed down to you through the family dynamic, how people interact with each other, once you become aware of yourself, then healing will not happen. The inner work is absolutely, absolutely necessary. And there are so many options, beautiful options and beautiful people ready and waiting to help you through that journey. You have to be aware that you're making some choices, that you are falling prey to some habits that are even located in your mind, Mm -hmm. like fear, worry, depression, and anxiety. They're all linked in habits. They're all habits that we can become aware of and that we can choose to change. Um, And so when you stop thinking about the other people, like we just said, stop Mm -hmm. expecting, stop the bleeding. When you stop the bleeding, stop the arguing, stop the assuming, and you get in your own journey and stay in your own lane, then healing will never happen. That is so beautiful. And 
I love that you bring that up because so often when we have these bad feelings about others or all these other feelings, it really starts with us. It means something on our inside is happening. And we have to face that first before anything else can happen to truly even know what's going on. So I actually, it's, it's any interaction, any miscommunication, any misunderstanding, any time that we have spent with anyone short, long, a brief meeting, it's all for us to tune in Mm -hmm. to what needs to be healed within us. All of it. Yeah. And then, like you said, it's we get to decide and take ownership of that and decide on how to react and decide on how to move on and how to spend our time and how to use our energy. So I think that's just an amazing, an amazing way to look at that. Thank you so much. Yes. So, Angela, I know this episode is going to hit so many people right in the heart because this conversation that we have had is just I think a beautiful one that needs to happen more often. I think it's something that we're so scared to talk about. So for any of my listeners out there who would like to speak with you or work with you or just get to know you more, where can they go to find you and do all of that? Okay. <laughs> um, yes, I, I am. I, I agree with you. I think that this absolutely, the conversations just need to start and we'll just see kind of what happens, right? We just got to be willing to, to share and to find the people to share it with. And so um, how you can get in touch with me, I have a website. It's www.moveforthcoaching.com. You can also find me on Facebook, um, Angela Pace Forth, and also on my business page, Move Forth Coaching, and also on Instagram. And it's one one word all together, Angela Pace Forth. I've got some big things that I'm excited about this, this upcoming year. I've got a lot of um, things on my to-do list that I want to accomplish. Um, and I'd love for anyone to stay tuned here um, to see any type of other workshops that I might be leading in the Pensacola area. And then also I'm uh, contemplating how I can get this out to as many women as possible, whether that be through video or online coaching Um, So that is all in the works right now. So I'm going to go ahead and put that out into the universe um, and so that I can stay on track for that, for that goal. Yes, please do, because it's a message that needs to be reached to as many people as possible. And Angela has a podcast. So tell us about that, too. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. (laughs) Um, Yes, I have a podcast. Just launched it. And um, it's called Move Forth, the podcast. I would absolutely love for you to tune in and would greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, so there's another place you can find me and get to know, to know me a little bit more. Angela, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a guest on this podcast, especially on such short notice. I have learned so much just from this time talking with you and I know my listeners will love it and I probably would like to have you on the show again one day. So thank you again. Oh, thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm just honored to to be a part of this journey with you. And I just look forward to our time together. I think that this is only the beginning, my friend. Oh, yes, I agree so much. So (laughs) I'll chat with you soon. Okay, take care. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Balance. 
For more information about me or to receive your free goal setting guide, visit kellyrowland.com. Can't wait to talk to you all next time.